What's going on, Patriots? Back with another Patriots Prayer Podcast for you. And this was going to be fun today. We get to point out some of the blatant hypocrisy of the left. We're going to play a few clips for you. Um, before we do, guys, I, I want to say uh, a big resounding thank you to the Patriot family out there. We've seen our viewership go up. We've seen our followers go up. Um, just in an amazing uh, just uptick over the last couple of weeks. And um, we really do appreciate it, guys. We really do. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming and checking us out at thepatriotsprayer.com, checking us out on Spotify, checking us out on Google, uh, Samsung, iHeartRadio, Amazon, TuneIn, everywhere. And... Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of neat to see some of the numbers come in from the different platforms. Uh, it seems to me we do the best on Google and Spotify, and and I'll take it wherever I can get it. Rumble is starting to really uh, uh, get in the race, though. I mean, especially over the last week, we have um, we did a couple of days back. I, I reported on uh, an individual who called himself Tara. Uh, who, who posted a, a uh, video on TikTok, essentially threatening the lives of everybody who would dare try to stop him from going into the restroom with your wives and daughters and any other women, or little girls for that matter, who dared us to protect our kids, who dared us to die on the hill of moral majority. These people got batteries in their backs, and... They have let the media and the left just wind them up like toy soldiers. And they're marching headlong into destruction, and they have no idea they're doing it. And to be honest with you, look, I, I, I don't report on those things and talk about those things for confrontation. It's not why I do it. I, I would rather have a conversation. But the idea of trying to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't want to have a conversation... They just want it their way or no way at all, which is why all the threats. And once you punch somebody in the face, what point is that after at that point of them sitting there trying to reason with you? I'm not going to reason with someone levying threats. We're not going to talk. We have nothing to talk about. But I do pray for individuals who, who, who are going through this, who are that deceived. Uh, who, who are really that deceived. Because that, that's what it really boils down to. I never want to give the impression that uh, I feel hatred for them. I do feel a certain amount of righteous anger uh, at the system, at the people who are enabling and condoning this behavior, who know better, who put our children at risk by doing it, uh, people at school boards uh, who, who, who do just that. Um, and protect and, 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 and try to advocate and virtue signal at the risk of your children. And you can point to several instances where this didn't work out. It didn't work out in the prison system when they put uh, people who identified as women in, in prison with other women. They got the women pregnant. Hmm, go figure. Genius. Um... It, it, it didn't work out when, when, when the kid in Texas, dressed up like a girl, walks into the girl's restroom and rapes the other young lady, and, and it didn't work out when the school board tried to cover for him, and didn't work out for the dad when he tried to tell the truth and they arrested him for it. Didn't work out when they started labeling parents as domestic terrorists for speaking out against it, as well as a, a CRT. And there's a hot mic situation that just happened uh, yesterday where... Essentially, where the school board was calling parents stupid, literally called them stupid on the hot mic, like they had no right uh, to say the things that they were saying. Uh, really, really ridiculous. And it seems like they have this, they have this, uh, 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 I don't know, it's like something is telling them that they have the ability to tell you what, they, you can and can't do. It's like they have this false sense of superiority and, and everyone who doesn't think or feel like them is ancient or old or outdated or whatever. And I know that's how they try to build it, but that's not what it is. 
It's not what it is. It's just that you got a platform. You got a platform and the news backs you up and the media backs you up. And they never go interview folks like me. They never give us the platform. They never talk to us. Because they want to make it seem as if people who believe and think and feel the way that they're espousing are the majority. And they're so far not in the majority. So badly not in the majority. But that's what they want people to believe so they can push their agenda and cause division. And, um, and, and so that's, that's what ensues, is division. And who suffers? I mean, I, I don't think a lot of these people think these things all the way through. When we were children, we used to be able to go outside and play with our friends. And, and we'd be out until, you know, the streetlights came on and that was the signal. You better be home when the streetlights come on. And, you know, mom and dad didn't have to sit on the steps and, and watch you. Just to be sure no one snatched you up and all, you're, you were safe. And I mean, there, there, there was some of that to a degree, but man, come on. I, I wouldn't let my grandson go outside today and play without me watching him at all, period. Never, ever. It would not happen. Not happen. Why? What's the difference between now and then? What the difference is, people, and I believe this firmly, is we stop actually dealing with people who have mental issues and we started affirming mental issues, not treating them, not helping them, not even telling them they have a problem. They created a class of people who don't go out and work. And, you know, if, if in most of those situations, they have drug problems. And, you know, that comes along with its own brand of uh, a, a psychosis and mental illness and so forth. You have thousands of these people. And I would, have, I would gather every city, every state. And it doesn't matter what area you're in, whether you're in a more affluent or a more impoverished area, because they're everywhere. Everywhere. So we're surrounded, essentially, by crazy people. People who probably aren't even in control of their own thoughts or their own faculties. I mean, I, I, I see it on the way to work. You know, one of the, one of, uh, of, of the staples of our city in, in this park not far from here, it, that used to be, I mean, just a showpiece. It, it, was, it was a great part. Green, grass always cut the right way, clean as can be. Now they have uh, different groups of homeless people, groups of five, sometimes more, and they are like families within their, you know, little cliques. And, and you can see them at certain times of the day. They take turns standing on the same corner. That's their corner. And they, and they panhandle, and, you know, it's, it's sad to see. It's sad to see the amount of homeless people created uh, in the last few years. And, and it's not because we need to give more and we need to do more and that sort of thing. What we need to do is create opportunity. And then give these people a way to take advantage of that opportunity. But, I digress. These people look at us with this false sense of superiority. And, and they want to act like they are in this group, this in crowd, who feels and thinks a certain way about certain of these social issues. And... It's only divisive if you disagree with them. But you can, every time there's a hot mic or you see how they speak, you know, you see the posts that they make. And I'm sure most of us encounter them or have people in our family who feel like that. And you hear the excuses and the way they explain away the things they feel and think. And... <laughs> It's, they can't defend. 
any of it. Several instances today uh, alone with uh, people responding to that same podcast but couldn't bring up a point. A, a part of any issue that I discussed in that podcast to tell me something I said was wrong. They couldn't point out one thing I said and told me that is wrong and they can't. They essentially resort to name calling, which I love. <laughs> just, I just love it. It's like basking in liberal tears. I think I'm going to get one of those mugs that says liberal tears. <laughs> I'll put it right next to this one. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's very easy. Very easy. And, and I, I don't go about banning people or kicking people off of platforms on my page or anywhere else because I believe they show them true selves every time they speak. Every time they, 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 they kind of try to weigh in on anything, they kind of show exactly who they are. Because they'll talk about something. They'll, they'll talk about the punctuation in the post. A misspelling. A run-on sentence. But they won't address the issue in the post. Because they know they can't. They know they can't. So we got one side of society who actually has common sense and knows what's right and wrong. And who's able to stand there and defend it. And you got this side over here who can't, so all they can do is call you names and try to make fun. And it, it's, it's just funny to watch. It's funny to watch, but it's also sad. Because those people call themselves responsible adults, and they're not. They're absolutely not. They don't care about society. They care about themselves. They don't care about society as a whole or you know, the, the, the lifestyle that they're peddling, which ends in one way, death. Absolute death. And, and that's exactly how it ends. There's no, cre there's no procreating in, in, in that community and that sort of thing. But here's the thing, guys, and I, and I mean this when I say it. I really want to live in a society where people are free to choose how they live. The problem with this whole thing is, is that they're not just doing that. They're trying to force the way they live on everyone else. Now, keep in mind, we are telling you that you can come into society. We always, America has always been this way. And, and you can do what you want in your life. But we've gone beyond that. We've gone beyond that. And, and, and now uh, you're telling us how we must live our life. And that's where we draw the line. So all, all of the back and forth and that sort of thing can stop because it, it's very simple. You do you, and I'll do me, and I'll never try to force you to think like me and never try to force your lifestyle upon me. It's that simple. The, I think the biggest argument we have is the fact that, two, one, the restroom situation. I mean, you guys obviously knew that was going to be a problem. And they like causing the uproar. So I'm sure that's why they push the issue. That's why they force the issue. And the second one is, um, we can't go as Christians into most schools and, and talk to the kids about Jesus. We can't. I have seen people be, from different religions and different nationalities and different faiths brought in as a cultural uh, thing for children to hear a, a perspective or something from 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 that individual. However, they won't let Christians in the school to do the same. And we're not allowed to talk about our views in that same forum in that in that in that public school system. But they let you know a uh, 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 drag time story hour and that sort of thing take place. Anyone see how backwards that is? I'm, I, and, and you don't even have to be putting down that movement in order to say this is wrong. Essentially, what we need to do is take politics and sexuality out of the school system. I shouldn't even know what your teacher, uh, uh, what, what, what ideology your, your teacher uh, adheres to. I, I shouldn't know. I should not know. 
And it definitely shouldn't be anything that they talk about in the classroom. So that's that. We're going to move on to something else because I'm, I'm really tired of that whole subject. It's, it's, it's not anything we should even have to talk about. And beyond that, um, it's, it's, it's pretty basically wrong. That simple. If you want to get along with people, very simple. Stay out of the women's restroom. And, and, and do not go preaching to our kids. And, and it's that simple. Those two things make this whole problem go away. It's that simple. You can be you. I can be me. You use the bathroom that you're supposed to use and stay away from my kids until those kids are old enough to ask questions on their own. And, you know, that's, that's exactly the way it's supposed to be. And it's not a monolithic society on that side of the aisle and, and, and people who adhere to that lifestyle because I've talked to people in that lifestyle who agree completely, wholly, with what I'm saying right now. <laughs> and it surprised even me, too, because the person in which I'm referring to, I would have thought just the opposite. But I'm me, and I'm me all the time. This is exactly my personality on and off the air. So you ever meet me? This is exactly who I am. I'm, I, I'm not playing it up. I'm not pretending to be something. I'm not going overboard in order to sell a podcast because that's not it. This is literally who I am. And I'm this way at work. I'm this way at, at church. I'm this way all day long, every day. If I believe something and I know it's true and I can prove it's true, I'm going to stand on it. And I'm going to die on that hill no matter what it is. And I'm going to do what's right no matter what the consequence is. No matter what the consequence is. And that's, that's the biggest factor. So when I say stand your ground and stop being silent... I mean it, because I do it. So, to segue into this next little bar, we're going we're, we're gonna to talk about, like I said, the hypocrisy of the left. And we're going to talk about Swalwell. Eric Swalwell. You've seen the, the clip the other day when, uh, who was it? It was uh, uh, MTG. MTG brought up the fact that, uh, uh, of the Chinese spy fang fang situation with Swalwell. Who we found out to be, uh, 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 Fang Fang was a bundler. And for those of you who do not know what a bundler is, is that it's a person who helps uh, with funds. It, it, it collects funds uh, to help finance campaigns. Uh, she was a bundler for the Democratic Party, not just for Swalwell, but for many others. Um, and that was that's what the news we got. So it says Swalwell and many others. Now, I, I'll, I will look into the list of those other names because I'd like to know them as well but we do know there are others and uh we do know that he had a relationship with her for well over a year i think it was damn near two years if i'm not mistaken and this was the guy who kept saying trump was a uh, russian puppet that he literally worked for russia i mean he went so far as to make it sound like uh, uh trump was some kind of a uh, russian spy i mean he went overboard but you shouldn't do that when you have a Chinese spy in your bed. You hypocrite. I mean, come on. Uh, what, what kind of world do we live in when the guy who is an elected leader who is on the intelligence committee is sleeping with a Chinese spy and keeps his job? After we find out he keeps his job. I mean, shouldn't one of the things you should have to have as an elected official be good judgment? What kind of accountability did he have after it was exposed? What, what, did he get in trouble? Did, did, did what, did, what happened to him? What was the consequence of him sharing his living space with a Chinese spy? I mean, really? Like I said, they, they make it too easy. And the fact that they don't punish people and they don't do anything and no one's held accountable or responsible for their actions... It's the reason why people get so mad and so divisive over certain issues. It used to be the law would be an umbrella over everyone, right and left, and the law was the only thing we looked at. And if you broke the law, you were held to account for the law, no matter what party you belonged to. It's not the case anymore. Not the case anymore at all. So, let's take a listen to Swalwell, and this clip is from a couple years back, when he was pushing the Russia hoax with about Trump and all that. And listen to what he says, and then I'm going to fast forward to today. And just just listen. You'll you'll get you'll get exactly what I'm trying to say about him. You'll understand. 
You're a member of the judiciary. Do you believe the president right now has been an agent of the Russians? Yes, I, I think there's more evidence than he agent. is. Yes, and I, I think all the arrows point in that direction. And I haven't seen a single piece of evidence that he's not. An agent like in the 1940s where we had people who were reds to use an old term, like that. In other words, working for a foreign power. He's working on behalf of the Russians, yeah. He is acting still as an agent of Russia, and this is exactly what we warned about in the impeachment trial, and he's doing exactly what we feared. A Chinese intelligence agent called Feng Feng, or she renamed herself when she came to this country, Christine Feng, became a force within the Democratic Party of California. Feng also began a relationship with a man called Eric Swalwell. We asked Swalwell's office about that directly today. His staff replied by saying they couldn't comment on whether or not Swalwell had a sexual relationship with Fung because that information might be, quote, classified. The president is acting like he is the asset for Russia. He is clearly a Russian asset of either directly or indirectly or formally or informally. 18 reasons Trump could be a Russian asset. This is like something out of the Manchurian candidate totally. or the Americans. I mean, this is the realm of spy fiction becoming reality. It would have seemed bonkers until Trump, but it's not bonkers anymore. That New York Times story, which is uh, which should chill every American that we potentially have a uh, Russian asset in the White House. If Donald Trump is not a Russian intelligence and political asset, how could you tell the difference? Wow. Uh, right now, there is a question uh, within the FBI and within a sizable chunk of America, whether Donald Trump is uh, is working on behalf of Russia. Do you still believe the president could be a Russian asset? I think it's possible. I think that's why we started our investigation. And I'm really anxious to see where Director Mueller concludes that. Do you think sure. President Trump is wittingly or unwittingly an agent of the Russians? I would hope that Mueller has got more indication, but it is a very real question. You've accused President Trump of being a Russian asset yourself. Uh, do you have any evidence of that? As a candidate in 2016, he asked on a stage for all the public to see for Russia to find Hillary Clinton's emails. Are you suggesting he's getting orders from Moscow? I'm suggesting he's working in the interests of Russia and defying the interests of the United States. You're not <laughs> You know, it, does, does it get any more asinine than that? Does it? Since Biden has been president, most of, the decision, most of the decisions that this man makes are not in the best interest of the United States of America. They are, however, in most cases, in the best interest of China and other countries. So, no. No. These people are espousing, well... He, he could be, he, he might be, I think he is, and most definitely, I, I haven't seen, what did he say, I haven't seen any evidence that says he's not. So is that where we start? Did you see that the theme went over and over again? So essentially, everybody who they don't like is a Russian spy until they prove otherwise. And they're, al they're allowed to keep going on the news, talk shows, and anywhere else, and, and say you're a Russian spy or you're working for the Russians over and over again. Until they see evidence to the contrary, they wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, 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 do a retraction and apologize anyway. They still haven't. I mean, this, this is dead in the water. We know Trump's not a, a Russian asset or spy. You know, uh, uh, it, it, but, you know, you, you might think that if Russia just steamrolls over, you know, a, a weak president like Biden... Well, he, he, he didn't do anything when Trump was there because, no, he didn't do anything when Trump was in office because he knew that he would have to contend with Trump and that Trump would defend uh, America's interests. He was afraid to do it because he knew he would have Trump to deal with. No one's afraid of Biden. No one cares what this man thinks. We know that Biden cares about one thing and one thing only. Protecting Hunter so he can continue to pimp him out to other countries to get paid, as well as keep the rest of his family paid. And his bottom line, that's it. All he cares about. You think he cares about the economy? Obviously not. Think he cares about the country? He won't even close the border. Think he cares about your children? No. That's why they're allowing pornography in the school and they're 
labeling parents who disagree with any school board as domestic terrorists. <clears throat> the list goes on and on and on. I mean, I haven't seen him make a good decision since he's been president. And I, I couldn't even say that about Obama. As, as much as I disagreed with many of the things that he did in Bush, too. I, I, I could at least point to something good that they did. This man, since he's been in office, hasn't made a single good decision on behalf of the people of the United States of America. He has been a waterhead activist from day one, a liar, and, and a grifter. You know, it's selling influence and power to other countries for, for a dollar figure. 170 SAW reports, 12 family members paid, doing business with the CCP, flying his son out there on Air Force Two. What did they show the other day? A Degas painting sold for $500,000. And Degas is a classic painter. You're talking about a masterpiece painter. And yet, Hunter Biden's painting sold for an equivalent amount. Does he have any formal art training? No. Does... uh? He have any formal training in, in energy and experience? Nope, but he was on the board of Burisma. Why was he in, uh, in, in Chinese energy? What was he doing over there? Did he? Nope, none. Or, 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 or the banking system, uh, they were at some uh, main bank in, in China in doing business with them as well. And did he have any, any kind of uh, finance uh, history, job history, anything like that? No, no. Why does he keep getting paid? Why does he keep uh, uh, being able to do things right in your face using technicalities as a way to get paid when we know where the money's going? How many LLCs does it take? Who's Rob Walker? Why did Bob Alinsky come out and, and, and basically is a whistleblower told the whole story about the big man getting 10%? The chairman... We heard Hunter on the phone request keys to the office building for him, the Chinese conglomerate, his uncle, and his father. So we know these things that they're saying are, are lies. They're 1,000% lies. So the left is taking up for a man who doesn't care about your children, uh, uh, doesn't care about your First or Second Amendment rights, doesn't care about the, so the sovereignty of our country, He's breaking us. He's spinning us into oblivion. His foreign policy is a disaster. China's running all over him. The United States dollar is taking a hit because China's even going out there and dealing their own currency and signing other uh, countries on who used to be our allies, like Saudi Arabia, who we were great friends with Saudi Arabia. Matter of fact, the Abraham Accords was signed at Saudi Arabia, UAE, and others with Israel who said, people had said this was impossible, it could never happen, and Trump got it done. And he's taken all of those allies, all of that goodwill that we created with those countries, and flushed it down the toilet in two and a half years. Worst president in history. And it's not that he's trying, but he knows exactly what he's doing. I don't care how absent-minded he is. I don't care how much he fumbles and gaffes. The man knows what he's doing. And the fact that they just called in that clip uh, Trump the Manchurian candidate tells me one thing and one thing only. Biden actually is the Manchurian candidate. Anything that they blame the right for doing, they're doing. They said Trump uh, uh, pushed the issue with Zelensky and it turned into a quid pro quo situation. And they tried to impeach him. We know Biden did a quid pro quo situation. We heard his own quote live on TV for everyone to hear. He said, I got six hours before I leave. And if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the money. Plain and simple. That, I mean, it, it, in the list is massive. Did you know the FBI paid Twitter $3.4 million in the course of that whole thing that happened with the Twitter files with them uh, uh, deplatforming people and censoring people and shadow banning people and in, 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 in order to uh, uh, push their narrative and shut you up? It, they, they want to be able to hypnotize everybody with this giant psyop that's going to take place over the internet, Google's algorithm, and what you can find on YouTube, and all this. So if you are just, just surrounded by 
uh, incomplete or false information over a long period of time, if they don't let that up, you won't know what's real. Because they don't expect you to go out and read the bills that they try to pass or read the laws or dig deeper. But you can. You're going to have to stop being lazy and do more than just turn on the news and expect you're going to hear everything there is to hear. You're going to have to do your homework. It's that simple. You're going to have to do your homework. So let's move on to the second part of, of this uh, Swalwell situation. And, Backing uh, away from you. Because I, I need you to hear exactly what is getting ready to happen. Because someone, not, not MG, MTG, someone else is getting ready to call him out. And boy, does he get his little feelings hurt. Now, keep in mind, the person that he's cross-examining here is talking about unaccompanied minors coming across the border, in which we know the Biden administration has changed the rules to allow people who very, mel uh, very well may be exploiting these minors to be able to do so. No background checks, no foster parents. We're not checking to see if the people picking up are, fa are family. In a lot of cases, they're handing these kids over because they're told to, to people whom they don't know who they really are, or if these people are able to take care of these uh, children or if these uh, uh, people are going to exploit these children and, and put them to work and, and use them as child labor or sell them as sex slaves. We don't know, but we don't have, we, we the, the rules were changed by this administration so that we can't know because they're not even checking. They're not checking. So this, this uh, clip is on the heels of that line of questioning. And what you're going to hear is someone say, okay, you want to talk about January 6th, when we should be talking about these unaccompanied minors, and you're trying to, to go at the heart of a different situation and, and, and try to talk about this person's credibility, because in this clip he essentially says, well, if you answer my question truthfully, it goes to your credibility. Did you write this online? Did you say to protest? Did you say these things because it goes to your credibility? Well, you're going to hear how someone else tests his credibility. Let's hear how he handles it. Let's hear. Let's see how he reacts when his credibility is called into question. Because I absolutely love it, and it should happen more often. Just wondering. January seven was when you tweeted Mr. about Mr. Nels. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Ms. Rodriguez, I apologize that you had to. You're here for a hearing on the border. They don't want to talk about a border. Uh, Mr. Swalwell is down there. Obviously, everybody knows he's made some comments. He's got a, a checkered past. He's alleged I'm sorry, relationships. I'm checkered past. Uh, alleged, I would ask. Uh, it's my time. Mr. Alleged affairs relationships with Yum Yum. No, 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 no. Yum so Yum. You don't get to say that shit. That's he, not he true. He had alleged relationships and with Yum Yum. I asked the, gen no, no, the gentleman's no, words no, no, be no, taken no, no. down. You don't get to say Mr. that, Chairman, pal. Yes, the gentleman's the words gentleman. be taken <laughs> down. <laughs> slurring another member. Oh, yeah. I ask the words of the gentleman be taken down as casting a slur on another member. Let us have some order and civility here. See, he didn't like it too much when the, when, when, when the tables were turned, when his credibility was called into play. No, 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 you can't talk about my credibility. Yes, I'm an elected U.S. official. So you, there's no reason in the world that you would ever have to bring up that I slept or had a relationship with a Chinese spy. How does that apply? Um, how doesn't it apply? You're an elected U.S. official that was on the that were that were uh, that was elected and placed on the board of many of these committees that had access to U.S. intelligence, but you had a spy in your bed at home. <laughs> these people, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're they're they or if they're eating the lead in their pencils or I I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, it, it, but. You see, you see, he brought that judgment on himself. He talked about Trump being a Russian puppet and a Russian spy, and although he's never seen any evidence to say that he wasn't, he hasn't seen any evidence that he was. None. So they started with the fact that he was uh, uh, some type of a Russian puppet until disproven. And now that it's been disproven, Swalwell's never swallowed his words, apologized, taken back anything that he said. And it is much as, as he said... And as often as he said it, he should be expecting this constantly, all the time. You don't get to call the President of the United States, the best President in my lifetime, and in many others' lifetimes, a, a Chinese puppet 
while you're sleeping with a Chinese spy at home. Don't throw stones in a glass house. Especially when you're basing that on a lie about the president. But what's being said about you is 100% truth. I, I would I would shut up. I would go. I wouldn't even speak. I'm like, don't call on me and go sit in the corner and be quiet for the rest of your term. Just go sit in the corner and be quiet. You should resign your post. You should abdicate your seat and let someone who's trustworthy enough and, and has better judgment than to go have a relationship with a Chinese spy. It, it, it sit there instead of you. Just it's, it sickens me that this is. These are the people that we trust uh, with our national security, with our with with our laws. Uh, just it, it's it sickens me that that I mean, and, and when you talk about it, this shouldn't even be a right or left issue, guys. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be an issue where you say it and someone on the left takes up for him just because he's a Democrat. No, if any one of my guys on the right did what he did. And someone, a Democrat, came to me with the same line and said, well, how are you going to take up for this guy when he slept with a Chinese spy and had a, a, a relationship with him while he's in office? I wouldn't. I wouldn't defend that. Believe me, I'm going to care more about what's right and wrong than what's right and left. I was not a fan of George Bush. I wasn't a fan of his daddy. I wasn't a fan of the Iraq War. I wasn't a fan of any of that stuff that he did. I wasn't a fan of how he handled the country after 9-11 took place. I wasn't a fan of the legislation that he pushed as a result, which was the Patriot Act. Not a fan. I don't care about right and left more than I do care about right and wrong and a moral compass and American values. You're not ever going to hear me take up for someone on the right when they're dead wrong. What Rand Paul did, look, Rand Paul's dad is my all-time political hero. He is the guy that just, I mean, Ron Paul is, uh, uh, to me, the most amazing, uh, intelligent uh, constitutionalist that has ever held office, period. Ever. They were scared of that man. Mitt Romney shouldn't have gotten that nomination and, and went against Obama. I think that if Ron Paul would have ran against Obama, you would have seen a different outcome. And they were scared of it. They were afraid. They were afraid that Ron Paul would get elected. Because Ron Paul would have adhered to the Constitution. He would have undid so many of the unconstitutional uh, regulations and laws that they put in effect. He would have ended all those wars. He would have went at the Federal Reserve directly at the Federal Reserve. And he would have did his best to fix our monetary system. But obviously he was going to get curtailed. There was going to be a lot of uh, uh, people and roadblocks in his way of doing so. But it didn't matter. He would have done it because he... he his integrity was intact. He was a great leader. He was a great leader. Let's talk about some of these other headlines real quick that I'm looking at. So, <laughs> Biden caught uh, reading some crib notes as reporters questioned him. Is that really a surprise uh, for, for anybody? Then you have Dylan Mulvaney strikes again, and now he's going to be uh, uh, modeling uh, some lingerie. So you got uh, some Trump-supporting Instagram auto out there shooting down cans of Bud Light as well as the lingerie and uh, in protest of, of what's going on. I would think these companies would, would get it. They would get They're just saying, no, 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 if they, if, they, if they hate us and push us back, we got to push twice as hard. We can't stop because we can't let them win. People, we're not going to stop. All you companies out there, get it through your head. We not, we're not quitting. We're not going to back off. We're not going to stop trying to fight this issue. We're not going to stop trying to put the moral compass that this country adhered to since its inception back in place. We are not retreating. We're not. So get that through your head or you can all go broke. And, and other companies will spring up in your place that won't betray the, the trust of the public or their customer bases and our money will get spent with them. Absolutely, 1,000% our money will get spent with them. So, and, uh, so now, yeah, yeah, the, the chat uh, GPT thing and, and, and the AI thing uh, is, is always, it's, it's an issue. It's, it's something that, that Elon Musk feels very strongly about that uh, needs to be kept in check. Uh, I have uh, uh, quite a bit of knowledge when it comes to software development, coding, 
uh, network infrastructure, computers in general. Uh, this is my background. And uh, what you're going to... The thing is, is they, they complained about these things called hallucinations, where the AI software lies, um, and, and in some cases they try to state that it lied to protect itself. In one case, they said they gave it $60 in order to start and run a business. Uh, it ran into issues setting up the accounts where it couldn't get past the CAPTCHA, so it hired uh, someone from either Upwork or Fiverr or one of those types of PA uh, uh, companies to help set up the accounts for it. And when asked by one of the individuals if it's a bot because the person had thought it was curious the way the AI was communicating with them, the AI uh, responded to this individual and said, no, I'm not a bot, uh, I'm blind. So it lied in order to, to, you know, the ends justify the means. So they're, they're thinking this thing lied to protect itself. Don't fall for it. It lied because it was programmed to. A computer doesn't do anything it's not programmed to do. So if, if you put, uh, uh, if you code it in such a way as to allow for the lie, allow it that, 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 that uh, you know, it, it, it give it that little breath to be able to make its own decisions and, and, and make lying an option, if that is the only path to get to its ends that it, it sees and you haven't prohibited it from doing that, it's going to do that. So it's not the AI's fault. It's the people programming it. AI is not going to do it. AI is a piece of software that exists within a subset of rules programmed by its programmer that are put there for it to follow. In this situation, do this. Say this. Learn this. Here's where you can go grab your information. It programs everything about the AI is put in place by the person that's building the AI software. So as long as that person does his programming correctly, then the AI shouldn't be able to lie. It's it's not really uh, it's it's not uh, it's, I would say it's not rocket science, but I guess it is in some kind of way. But uh, M and M's, anybody remember M and M's is going to put out a uh, 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 what was it called a, a, uh, an M and M? They were going to do a specific M and M that was going to reflect more diversity and inclusiveness in, in the M and M. So I I don't know whatever came about. Of it. I, I don't remember ever seeing it, but uh, I do remember that was a big news story some time ago. But now the candy giant is slammed with a civil rights complaint over its woke policies. Companies are going to have to start to realize, dude, we're going to push back on this. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's the pendulum effect. So if I rock the boat real hard to the left and then you come along, you'll rock it real hard to the right. And, and it's going to rock higher and harder each time. So we had George Bush, Obama, Trump, Biden, and now the, the boat's flipping over, right? The boat's flipping over. But what you're doing by, by pushing these types of policies and, and enforcing these views down people's throats and, uh, and pandering to uh, the minority and, and basically turning, uh, giving a cold shoulder to the people in the majority, and I'm not talking about people as far as race or anything else that any of the liberal waterheads out there will think that I'm talking about. I'm, I'm simply talking about people that adhere to a specific value system, and that, and that goes beyond party lines. We've got plenty of people it, that I know that are Democrats, and we have plenty of values in common with one another. Plenty of values. So, yeah, Eminem's getting sued as a result, and uh, I hope they're made to pay. I hope they're made to pay. And in all other companies that do these same exact things, they're made to pay because look, look what happened with Disney. And then behind the scenes, they were as when their communiques were made public, you saw that they were saying one thing publicly, like they were trying to roll back some of their woke policies. When in fact, it was all just there. They, they were. Trying to snow us, telling us one thing, but doing another. And, and that's what all these companies are doing. So anyone who goes down this road of wokeness, it, it's very hard to accept an apology from that person because they don't go down that road unless they adhere or believe those things that they're pushing. Because it's, they're not going down that road to, to get more business because that's not what happens. 
they're going down that road because they think that we don't have a choice but to buy the product of whatever it is that they're pushing. So they think they can go down this road, but we'll forget what they did or, or what their values are, and, and we'll just keep spending money with them. When we won't, we won't. Don't buy M&Ms. Don't buy Coke products. Stop buying Nike products. Don't do it. These companies need to understand that when you go against the American values or the companies uh, of the country that made you what you are, who built you, then guess what? You, you can, you can, the reverse can happen in a heartbeat as well. So, uh, we're, we're, uh, Keanu Reeves melts hearts once again over a viral clip with a nine-year-old fan. You know what? Um, I really don't have, you know, when, when it comes to Hollywood, it's very hard to find actors with whom you could have something good to say. John Voight, Clint Eastwood, um, it's not, it's not many. It's, it's not many people. Keanu Reeves, I don't think, takes a position on a lot of these things. Very quiet individual. Um, I've seen him in a few clips when people ran into him on the street. He's very much, uh, he doesn't like a lot of that attention. He's, he's a different kind of guy, for sure. He's a very different kind of guy. Um, so let's see here. The White House. The White House, uh, again, seeks uh, to rehab Kamala Harris image ahead of the 2024 election cycle. This lady, man, she, she, she plays on the emotions and fears of people, too. I mean, I will never forget when she was running uh, for president and she was on the debate stage and she called Biden out over the Tara Reid situation. And the way she called him out and the way she spoke to him Makes you see how much of a hypocrite she is. Because now she stands beside him. And defends him. But when she was running against him, he was a sexual predator. She forgot that immediately amongst getting... As soon as she got that vice presidential nomination. Oh, 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 okay, well, he's not anymore. Then tell him I like him now. You know, and, and then to find out that... Uh, as a prosecutor, uh, the people that she kept in prison much longer than they needed to be and prosecuted people uh, to an extent. I mean, just she, she incarcerated more people, uh, her and Joe both, than anyone on the right has. They have done more damage to the communities that they say that they are trying to protect than anyone else. Any elected official, any elected official that I can think of. The 94 crime bill was damaging. There was... There's a guy who spent more than 20 years in prison because she wouldn't allow a piece of evidence and, uh, that would have exonerated him and held on to it. And it wasn't until 20 years later, through FOIA requests and other things, that that evidence was made public and that man was free. And, and, that's, and that kind of a situation is something that I take very much to heart. Very much to heart. So, I mean, anyone who's willing to do that, you know, you, you, you should never hold office. Should never hold office. In fact, I think if you do that, you yourself should be jailed. Absolutely, you should be jailed. Uh, let's see here. Ron DeSantis. Um, I, I don't know how people really feel about Ron. I got mixed feelings. I got, I got very mixed feelings. I'm a loyalist. I'm a person that if you do good by me, I'll, I'm never going to stab you in the back. It's not in my DNA. I can't do it. Not in my DNA. Trump got this man elected. Campaigned for him. He endorsed him. He was losing before Trump endorsed him by quite a bit. So Trump gets him a job, essentially. Trump stands beside him, endorses him, and, and gets him elected governor of Florida. So when people say, well, Trump attacked him first, and he says it too, Trump attacked him first. When you didn't say that you weren't going to back Trump, when you, when you didn't come out and say, I'm going to back Trump, but let everyone to believe that you yourself was going to run, that was doing something to Trump. That was being disloyal. That was being ungrateful. What the country needs, honestly, is a Trump-DeSantis ticket. 
It would be an unstoppable ticket. Trump would be president for four, and you would go on to be president for eight. If you're letting the insiders at the RNC put batteries in your back and wind you up like a toy soldier and send you out, all they're doing is destroying the party. They're causing division when at a, this is a time more so than at any other point in history where we don't need that kind of divisive division. We need people to get behind and back Trump, who is the front runner, who's going to be the front runner, accept it, and all you're doing right now is wasting time. What you need to do is get behind the man and back him on his bid for president and stand there beside him, hopefully, if he nominates you as vice president of the United States so you can go on to be the president of the United States. And you two don't have to go through this whole uh, rigmarole of standing on stage, putting each other down uh, in an effort to win the presidential nomination. It's just going to do damage. It's not anything that we should do. And, um, I mean, it's just sad because people really need a, 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 a cohesive, unified uh, Republican Party right now. We need that. We need that more than anyone knows we need that. So, yeah, guys, I... Um, I've, uh, I've enjoyed the last couple of weeks doing uh, these podcasts daily. And I have enjoyed pushing uh, the ideology that I adhere to. And I'm going to because I have that ingrained into my DNA. This is who I am. These are the, so it's, it's kind of God-centered, right? I don't have the ability not to talk about this. People around me are probably tired of me talking politics, but I can't stop. Because... This is what affects every one of our lives and will continue to. And if anyone feels as though that politics uh, is not something that affects them, go to the grocery store, to the gas station, look outside, look at your schools, look at your lives. You can't say that anymore. So with that, guys, I am going to tell you, just like I told you yesterday, get involved in your communities. Start uh, 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 the protest when you're, when you're told to. Uh, go out there and sign petitions, start petitions, get involved, start grassroots movements, find conservative and Christian groups in your area that actually get involved in the betterment of your city, of your neighborhood, of the area in which you live, and take part, take part, get out there and get involved. And as always, as always, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. And I'll see you again tomorrow on the Patriots Prayer, guys. Have a great night.